Gittin Daf Kaf Tetamud Aleph, Ethics and Faith, Messiah Lefi Tumor Bemilta de Lo In this Gemara, we're going to be looking at the question, uh, at least to some degree, we're not, going to, we're, not, we're not going to get every aspect of the question, of whether people have an inherent honesty and we can trust people irrespective of whether they're people of faith or not, um, or whether... The reason people are honest is because of Yerushalayim, because uh, one has to be honest. And we're talking particularly where there is some benefit to the person in being dishonest. Uh, can we assume that even though there's some benefit, there's a natural tendency of people to be honest and one can rely on that, or can, or can one not? And we, this applies, although the Gemara talks about Jew and Gentile, it's really talking uh, as we see in the in the Rambam and, and others, we're talking about people of faith and not people of faith. A, a Jew who does not keep the Torah is in the same category here as a as a non-Jewish person, uh, because if he doesn't keep the other laws of the Torah, he doesn't keep Shabbat, he doesn't keep Kashrut, he doesn't keep Tarat Why would he keep the laws of truthfulness? Uh, unless we say there's an inherent thing, people are generally honest, and and we touch on that. So this gives us an, an opportunity again to extract to extract and extrapolate from the sugya. Uh, what, how we approach this issue. And the, the case that we're talking about here is a person who gives evidence that a particular individual was executed by a court of law. Can his... But we didn't see anything. We haven't seen him. We have no death certificate. All we've got is this person who says he was executed in a, a court of law is he allowed to, is his, is his wife allowed to marry? Are we going to say that she's muteret? And our Mishnah says on Kavchet HaMudbet, But in a case of if there's evidence that this person was taken out to be executed, but they didn't, they didn't witness the execution, you have to go, the Khumri, you've got to take the, makes of the, the more strict assumption both ways. You've got to assume when it's, there's a strictness in assuming he's alive, you've got to assume he's alive. And there's a strictness in assuming he's dead, in interest, matters of, of Kahuna and Truma, then you've got to assume that he's dead. Um, and the Gemara says, what about in, in, an, in a non-Jewish court? And we have a brysa that the Gemara actually brings. And we have almost the same conversation at the bottom of Kafchet Amud Bet and the top of Kafchet Amud Aleph. Uh, and we're talking here about a case, If you hear from a Jewish court, uh, somebody says, I heard that so-and-so, I heard from a Jewish court that this person was killed. Then you can let the, the woman remarry. But he says, I heard from the judges of the non-Jewish courts. Then you, you cannot do it. The Gemara goes into a, a discussion and says, but why? Uh, we have a principle of that even though a non-Jew is not believed to give evidence, we can't include a non-Jew in the laws of evidence because that's a closed system of law that doesn't include a non-Jewish person. However, if a non-Jew is, is telling a story, he's just telling about events, he's reporting an event with no axe to grind, then we take that information and we act on that information. And we use that in Kashrut very often. If a non-Jew is just saying, this is the way I made the dish, and 
Uh, we, we don't suspect that he's out to trick us or to cheat us. It's just telling the, if we say to him, is this kosher? Because if it's not kosher, I can't buy it. And he says, no, sure, it's kosher. That, that we can't, that's not Messiah Lefi Tumor. But Messiah Lefi Tumor is when he simply sells the story. So here too, a person simply saying, I happen to hear, I read in the paper, I saw in the courts that so-and-so was killed. Why won't we believe them? Answers the Gemara, that's only where he has no interest in the lie. But where they do have an interest in the lie, they might tell the lie. And here we have different viewpoints as to what exactly that means. Rashi says, Here there's a benefit to the non-Jewish person to show that their legal system works. So-and-so was found guilty and he was executed. But if he's trying to, to brag about the legal system, that's enough of an interest to say, I'm not so sure that you really are telling telling the truth. And on Avidi Lashakir says Rashi, That's an important Rashi because what we're concerned is he saw him being taken out to execution and he made the assumption he was executed. And why has he made the assumption? Because he's trying to show that the legal system works. We're strict on crime in this place. Uh, and, and that's what he's trying to show. But he didn't actually see the execution. So he's more ahead a little bit to say to... to to, to jump to the conclusion that he was executed. So according to Rashi, we're not talking about a deliberate lie. We're talking about a person stretching, he's stretching what he knows to be factual and making a, st- a factual statement of about, something, about something he didn't see because he assumes. That's what we're talking about, says Rashi. Which would seem to apply that that could be not only the court of law itself, but any other court of law and maybe any, any person. Anybody who has an interest in showing the, the success of the legal system would be such a person. The Rambam is very specific that we're talking only about that court of law and he gives a different reason. This is not about bragging about the legal system. And so if the person says from the court of, hears from a court of law that the court says, we executed him. So who are you hearing it from? You're not hearing it from the New York Times and you're not hearing it from some other court. You're hearing it from the court that actually affected the execution, says the Rambam. Because what we're worried about is it's Kedela Hatil Eimah. It's not bragging about the legal system. It's about warning people. This is what we do here. Our, our, we're, this is a very serious court. And we're very tough on crime in this court. So according to the Rambam, it's narrowed down only to the court of law itself. We don't ex- suspect that, that a, a non-Jewish reporter is going to lie. We don't assume that just a non-Jew in the, in the street is going to lie. We don't assume that another court is going to lie. Um, the, with all those cases, they're just reporting an event. But the court itself who, who executed, they might stretch the facts. Even though they didn't see that the execution was effected, they might say the, this person was executed because they're trying to make a point on how tough they are on crime. The Rosh says an interesting addition, but there's got to be a Jew who says, I saw him at least being taken out to to, to, to death, to, to be executed. At least he's got to say that. And the, um, the, the, the tour says quite clearly, the Rambam says only if it's from that court. If it's another court who says, this person was killed in another court, they're believed. It's only the court itself. That's the view of the Rambam. But my father, the Rosh, it seems to be saying that even if they're just reporting, so-and-so was executed. We didn't execute him. He was executed. That's also good. 
The preacher says that means another court of law, but not an ordinary Jew, uh, an ordinary non-Jew. If an ordinary non-Jew in the street says, I heard that so-and-so was executed, and he's just, Messiah Lefitumo, he's just talking about it, we'll accept that. But if a court of law, whether the particular one, as the Rambam says, or even a different one, says the Rosh, we will not accept them because they have an interest in exaggerating the facts. And the Korban Natanel goes further and says the fact that the Rosh says that you need a Jew there doesn't mean only another court of law is not believed. It means no non-Jew is believed on this matter because there's a benefit in in exaggerating in this particular case. And, and this idea really comes from the Rif, because if you see, the Rif, the Rif adds one thing that we don't have in our Gomorrah. But if, if he has an interest, he's not believed. Because there's a posuk in Tehillim talking about says the, the tour, it says the Rif, it's programmed into them. We, we don't trust if a non-Jewish person or a Jewish person has no faith and doesn't keep the Torah, gives us even Messiah Lefi Tumor, he's just telling the story. Even the story we don't accept. If there's some kind of reason why exaggeration serves him. And the fact that it's exaggeration we see from Rashi on the Posuk, where Rashi says what PMD Shav means, Bodim Guzma Al Shav, they will exaggerate. Says Rashi, this posuk that the Rif brings is not talking about deliberate deceit. It talks about emphasizing a point by exaggerating. And the problem is the, the person not schooled in faith and in Yirat Shemaim doesn't think to what Ray Dalio calls third order consequence. Ray Dalio says, and he shows that that's the, one of the biggest faults in life, one of the biggest flaws in life. He says, we think to first order consequence. Should I go to the gym and work out? No, it's going to require time, effort, and pain. That's first order consequence, so I don't do it. But second order consequences is, but I'm going to get fitter. And third order consequences is, I might not get ill. I, I might be able to perform better at work. So the more you think things through to first order, second order, third order consequence, the more clear you are in your decision-making process. And the, the guy is he's exaggerating. I saw the person was taking out, he was... He was, uh, they passed they, they made a decision in the court that he must be executed. I saw him being walked out to the, to the place of execution. So I'll say he was executed. I don't go to second and third order. That means a Bezdin might allow his wife to remarry. And what happens if he wasn't executed? What happens if last minute there was a stay? If last minute the president signed an excuse <coughs> and now we've allowed his wife to, to remarry? Only somebody with Yira Shemayim thinks in this sphere, in the moral sphere, to third-order consequence. It's not just a question of, am I telling the truth? Yeah, he was. They decided he must be killed. I even saw them taking him out to the, to the execution chamber. I saw that. Did you see him being executed? No, I didn't really see him being executed. But of course he was. I'm not thinking to third-order consequence. And says the Rif, that's the guzma, that's what it means. If it's a problem of not thinking to third order consequence, this is not like Rashi, who says it's because I want to brag about the legal system. This is not like the Rambam, who says I want to show everybody how, how strict we are on crime. The Rif is a third view, is that I just don't think to third order consequence if I don't have faith. And, and, and that's why, and that means it would apply to anybody. So according to the Rif, so we've got quite a, quite a wide range. According to the Rif, anybody who who hasn't thought to third-order consequence and has some benefit in, in exaggerating, we don't, we don't take the, what they say very seriously. 
Uh, the Rambam says only the, the court itself has enough reason to exaggerate or to lie, only the court itself, to affirm its own strength and its own, its own power. The Shulchan Aruch uh, brings the halacha and says, like the Rambam, but the Ramor adds that this is afilu omrim shenerag bedin shelo al Even if another court of law says he's been killed. So he's learning, the Shulchan Aruch is learning the tur, uh, the Ramor is learning the tur the way the Prisha does. The, the, so we have two views on the tur. The, the Korban Nisana says, according to the Rosh, anybody's not believed. doesn't have to be a court of law. According to the Prisha, it's only another court of law that is not believed. That's what the tur is saying. That's how the Shulchan Aruch learns, like the Prisha and, and the, Shulchan, the, the Ramor. And the Ramor then brings the Trumas Hadeshin, the Trumas Hadeshin, the Maharai, very important posek at the end of the period of the Rishonim, 15th century, and the um, Maharai Paskins, uh, he says it specifically, but other non-Jewish people, if somebody is just telling you a story, I know that so-and-so was judged in such and such a court, and they found him guilty of death, and I know that they took him off to be hanged. I didn't see him being hanged. Um, we can assume that that person has no reason to exaggerate, and one can assume that he's telling the truth. The Vilna Gaon, in his typical way, proves why, why he holds like the, why the, the, the Ramor holds like the Maharai again. The question is now, according to the Rambam, only the court of law who actually executed. According to the Tur, as the Prisha understands him, any court of law is not believed because they have a political axe to grind. Um, and according to the Rosh, according to the Korban Natanel, we're going down, the Korban Natanel is much later, 18th century, uh, first part of the 18th century, the Rov of Rosh Yeshiva in Prague. Uh, according to the Korban Natanel, any individual, this is not only about the court of law who executed, this is not only about any other court of law, it's any non-Jewish person or person who has no faith and doesn't keep Torah or mitzvot, doesn't think through to the third order consequence of making an unethical choice, particularly just exaggerating, which by the way, Rabbeinu Yonah says in Shari Tshuva is worse than telling an outright lie because exaggeration shows it's just not important to you. The truth isn't, you get no benefit from exaggerating. A lie you get a benefit from, but exaggerating, why would you exaggerate? Uh, and it's one of the worst kinds of lying. Uh, and we see that in the, in the Rif as well. But the Vilna Gaon says, if you look at the words of the Gemara, it gives us the case of he heard from the courts of law um, that this person was killed. Ask the Vilna Gaon, why doesn't it say he heard that this person was killed by the courts of law? What does it mean he heard from the courts of law? Says the Vilna Gaon, you see clearly like the Truma Sadeshin, that this only applies to the legal system. If an ordinary observer says, I know that so-and-so was, was executed, then that, we'll, we'll accept that Messiah Lefitzuma. But if a, somebody who's attached to the legal system, whether the actual court who executed or another, says we executed so-and-so, they have a reason to exaggerate because they're trying to prove a point. And that gives us a bit of an idea of how to relate to reporting, how to, how to relate to people saying things. And you know, we've often said we don't know the truth and so we must make assumptions. That's our own right to make assumptions and to act according to our assumptions. But you can't act according to somebody else's assumption. If you want to use somebody else's information, it's got to be factual. And where the person has some reason to exaggerate, ignore what they're saying. It just, it doesn't, even if it's Messiah Lefitzumah. 
So if you see an advert that tells you that their product is the best product and they give you a whole lot of reasons as to why it's the best product, just ask yourself, do they have a reason to exaggerate? Yes, they do. So you can ignore what they say. Don't, don't be driven by advertisements. If a political organization says something, if a newspaper, have they got an axe to grind? Is there some reason? It's just Mr. Fitumer, they're just reporting facts. No, when you have an axe to grind, even the reporting of facts is not reliable because there can be exaggeration. Unless this Yiddish mime, unless the person has thought it through to third order consequence and understands the absolute consequence of God forbid telling something which isn't 100% true, even if it's just a small exaggeration, unless a person has enough Yiddish mime for that and has no ax to grind, you don't have to take those things too seriously. You don't have to say what they take too seriously. And when you start training yourself to do that, a weight comes off your shoulders. All of a sudden, you, all the noise disappears because most of the noise around you is by people and authorities and bodies that do have an axe to grind and that are exaggerating to make a point, whether they're selling something or they're persuading or there's a political movement behind it. All of that you can ignore. If there's an axe to grind, ignore it. You have your own assumptions, make your own assumptions. You want to get information from a third party, make sure that the information you're getting is fact, not assumption. 